Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 923, Should I Be With The Man I Want and Settle For A Life I Don't? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, the podcast on which I narrate to you from different relationship-based articles each weekday in 10 minutes, give or take. I am your host, Greg Audino. Women's dating coach and longtime ORD contributor Evan Mark Katz will be sharing a question from his website today that one of his readers sent in about whether or not she should stay with the man that she loves, but a lifestyle that she doesn't, or at least might not in the future. Let's see what Evan has to say to her and start optimizing your life. Should I be with the man I want and settle for a life I don't? By Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkcats.com. Hey Evan, I am a grad student in my early 20s. I have a job I love and have been in a relationship with my current boyfriend for over a year. He is truly a great man and is all I have ever wanted. We have a great connection, awesome chemistry, and share the same values. I am happier in this relationship than I ever have been. That being said, I have a dilemma. He is in the military, and while he has never had to leave me for an extended period of time, inevitably, he will have to one day, anywhere from three months to one year. We have recently been discussing our future together, and I've been reflecting and am beginning to worry. I have always imagined getting married one day and having children, which I could see myself doing with him, but never have I imagined having my significant other leave me for extended periods of time. The thought of being married and not having my spouse available to me to vent about my day or have dinner with or share responsibilities with frustrates me. The life I see with him makes me question if that is the kind of life I want for myself. While we are presently happy and content, I foresee problems arising from this issue and thus being troublesome in our future. So my question to you, Evan, should I continue this relationship knowing our future together and having to be apart for extended periods of time will emotionally drain me and cause problems? Or should I break it off with the man of my dreams and be selfish and pursue someone who will be available 24-7 when it comes to marriage and children? I feel as if my only options are be with the man I want and settle for a life I don't, or settle for someone else but have the life I want. I appreciate your time, Evan. Look forward to your response. Stella. Dear Stella, I was on the phone yesterday with a client who was lamenting her available choices on Match.com. Common story, I won't bore you with it. My client, an attractive, successful, likable woman in her early 40s, actually had good reason to lament. After all, 
In the past, she had gone out with senators and C-level executives from Fortune 500 companies. She is quality, and she attracts quality. But I was still left with a question for her. What happened to the senator and the executives? What I got back was some version of too busy, travels a lot, has no time for me, unable to commit, couldn't give me what I needed. Got it. And yet it never even occurred to her that in trying to find an equally impressive man, she would get the exact same relationship all over again. I talk about this extensively in Why He Disappeared. You don't get good qualities without getting the bad qualities that come with it. And if a guy is a rock star, basketball player, CEO, actor, or some other high-paid, high-status, high-charisma man, he will usually be a little more selfish, narcissistic, commitment-phobic, and emotionally and physically unavailable. Look around. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know, or anything that reading the New York Times and Us Weekly couldn't already reveal. I know I've hijacked your question to make a broader point to a broader audience, but it bears great relevance to your situation. Because it doesn't matter if you're dating the perfect man. A guy who is so whipped on you that he makes you French toast every morning and pleasures you every night. If you only get to see him for three months out of the year, you will not have the kind of relationship that you crave. This is a one-way ticket to unhappy land. But that's the bargain that many women make and later regret. It's no coincidence that we read about the high divorce rate in Hollywood. I mean, really, was anyone shocked that Eva Longoria, who was on set at Desperate Housewives for eight months a year, divorced Tony Parker, a French basketball player who is 10 years younger and travels from city to city eight months a year? Too much distance, too much temptation, too much narcissism, too little time together to keep the flame alive. Heck, I just saw The Messenger with Woody Harrelson which depicts a soldier whose girlfriend fell in love with another man while he was on active duty in Iraq. Yes, it may be a movie, but it's reflective of a greater reality. Couples who don't spend time together find that it's hard to stay together. Hard to talk on the phone every night. Hard not to wish you had a conventional marriage. Hard not to think the grass may be greener in the backyard next door. To bring it back to the question that any woman reading this might have, Are you better off with this amazing man in a perpetually dissatisfying relationship? Or are you better off with a, perhaps, lesser man in a far superior relationship? One can do one's own calculus, but I always use my fancy public policy degree to make decision trees for my clients who are in this predicament. Simply put, calculate the value of the man, multiply it by the value of the relationship itself, and voila, you've got your answer. A man who is a 10, in a relationship that's a 3, nets you a 30. A man who is a 7, in a relationship that's a 10, nets you a 70. Sounds to me like you'd be appreciably happier with a man who is also cute, kind, fun, and stable, but is around all the time to be a great husband and father. You're not wrong if you choose to go with your current guy. Just don't be surprised if one or both of you has trouble sustaining a relationship that is strained by the distance between you. You just listened to the post titled, Should I Be With the Man I Want and Settle for a Life I Don't? by Evan Mark Katz of evanmarkkatz.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And thanks to Evan for offering us another Q&A from his blog. While I admittedly disagree with a lot of the uh, generalizations I feel as though he makes and might have approached this question a bit differently had Stella asked me, one thing I do really like that he did here was adding a little math to the problem. Relationships can be hard to quantify. They are so subjective and they come with so many immeasurable qualities. Even scaling a partner or the attributes of a relationship from 1 to 10 like he did is something that I would have trouble with. But there is never any harm in trying to do this. It's simply an uncommon way to make the important choice of organizing one's feelings and detaching oneself from them. This is what we do in therapy. It's what we do in journaling. It's even what we do in meditation. To separate ourselves from our thoughts and give them meaning and value outside of ourselves is a great way to understand them better and look at them with a bit more objectivity. And just because that doesn't sound romantic doesn't mean that it's bad for a romantic relationship. And that's going to wrap us up today, my friends. Thanks a lot for being here and enjoying this post with me. Come on back tomorrow for more as I've got two short parenting posts waiting on deck for you, courtesy of Julie Morgenstern. You won't want to miss them. I hope to see you all there, where your optimal life awaits.